Hi, Josh. Hi, Zach. How are you today, man? I'm good. Going back to work. I'm excited. Fantastic. I know. And your restaurant's going to be at 100%. My I know. bars will be at 50. Shit's tight for the most part. So, uh, <laughs> hope everybody's well. doing okay out there. Uh, I know you've been waiting a little bit. We're doing a, a great movie today. But mm-hmm. uh, before we begin, uh, we usually talk about what we watched. You, we were talking earlier. Did you yeah. remember anything you watched, or are you just you know just I, working a lot? I've been working a lot, and it's been just a tumultuous week uh, for everyone. There's a lot of civil unrest, yeah, uh, going been, on in addition to the pandemic. So I, I think my eyes have been glued more to like the news cycle, at least this week. Yeah, I, I created a uh, a separate Facebook page just in case I ever just want to get rid of Facebook just for something man. like just because man, I find myself. Me too. Consistently just staring at it for hours. And I'm like, I gotta stop doing this. I do too. <laughs> I do it too. And, and, and I, I'm really afraid of like, I, I want, I want to say things. I want to be, you know, informed the best of my ability. And, 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 and I get angry. Everybody's angry. I, I feel, um, I feel like it's better to have conversations in person than just, it doing certainly it. is. Yeah. yeah. Cause you find yourself getting incensed by online posts and, and, and you say some shit there's no yourself. reflection there's like nothing exactly and you put your foot in your mouth and there's no like you know dialectic to it and like so I, yeah i've tried to like limit myself from a try and uh so yeah i think i think just removing myself from at least the uh, online discourse and trying to have a more in-person like approach to things is healthier so and i hope when people listen to this that it's a nice little escape from uh, the crazy world we live in I watched a Velasa Pastor. <laughs> I, went, I went. I went and had a little mini vacation out of the beach. Oh, I saw the SpaceX launch. Oh, Coco. that's fun. You were out there for that. We were out there for that. That's was, cool. You know, I got scrubs, and then it finally happened. So yeah. always a nice piece of history to for sure see that go off. I watched. Yeah, Velasa Pastor was really bad, but it was it was meant to be bad. Yeah, it's one of those movies that are. It, well, it was like I, I kind of did some research afterward, and it was like, it, yeah, you got to turn the uh, stand a little bit. Got to keep up. Okay, so uh, yeah, Velocipaster. It was free on Amazon Prime. So if you want to check that out, check that out. Um, I watched, been rewatching How I Met Your Mother. Always one of my faves. Uh, and then I watched Justice League Dark Apocalypse, um, which I think WB Animation just kind of kills it completely. They're they're just phenomenal at everything. They're they do. yeah, they're, uh, they're. I've been DC. saying it. I've been saying it for years that they need to grab those writers to do their live action movies. Absolutely, I'm having a little trouble. Here, here you one just second. talk real quick, and okay. I'll fix it. Uh, yeah, I love those DC animated movies, especially their interconnectivity. It's a better shared universe than uh, than the movies have right now. Um, which one was it? Apocalypse or is it Justice League Dark? Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Oh, okay, cool. Was there was a first one that I liked that had like you know Constantine and Zatanna. Yeah, that was just that was just Justice League Dark. 
Okay. And then they... Are they they're connected, though, right? Yeah, they're connected, because he's a DC character. So he was Swamp kinda, Thing in this one? Yeah, he was in oh, that cool. one. Dude, awesome. it was really... Yeah, I thought about you, because Swamp King kick uh, Swamp King. Swamp Thing kicks some ass <laughs> in that one. Sweet, because Swamp Thing is, like, such a, like, under... Underrated character. Yeah, I it's because uh, I think it's Constantine goes and kind of talks to him and shit. And it's it's yeah. kind of interesting That's what cool. they did with it. Um, our movie today, we'll just kind of jump into it. Yeah. Our movie today is Street Fighter from 1994. Uh-huh. It's one hour and 42 minutes. <laughs> it got a four out of 10 on IMDb, 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. The budget was $35 million, but the box office, it did okay. It made $99.4 million. So It had a big international release, and it was pretty popular. Yeah, I, I don't consider this a flop. I, uh, I consider this a forgotten film. Yeah, it's it forgotten. It definitely is. It's cult. It's uh, high camp. Very high camp. Uh, and I think it, it toes a line of parody in a way. Um, and it was sort of in that push to adapt you know, video games into movies. Mario was the year before. Uh, Mortal Kombat would be the next year. We, and, we, and, um, we did a 94 movie already. We did yeah. Little Giants. Okay. Um, I just real quick. Shawshank Redemption came out that year. Forrest okay. Gump, The Usual Suspects, Ace Ventura. There's a movie I definitely want to cover at some point. Page Master. Okay. Great film. I really enjoyed that one. Um, Interview with a Vampire came out that year. The Lion King. And, of course, The Crow. Yeah. What a good year for films, as always. Yeah. 94, I think, was a... I know we covered it on that last one. where I know you mentioned a couple of the same movies, Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> Shawshank. I remember being um, really, really into Street Fighter when this came out. I think you want to put those behind you. There's another one there. Just prop you up. About 1994, I think I was, I don't know, six or seven? Yeah, 94, I was six. Yeah. And uh, I want to say I saw this probably in 95, 96. Yeah. And that was the last time I had seen it. I saw it it on video rental as well. I think I was in. uh, Yeah, probably Video King or something like that. I probably grabbed it. Yeah. I can't remember. I think I was still in Florida. I don't know if I was like visiting my mother when I saw it or not. Because like a bunch of my friends who had Super Nintendos had like Street Fighter Two, the Champions Edition, and that's when you got like a a, a wider range of characters. characters. To fight I, with. I had Turbo. I remember that for the Super okay. Nintendo. Now uh, the first who was who was your character? Oh Zangief, man. Zangief really. Zangief for a while. Blanca. Guile. I was always Guile. Yeah, the Guile yeah. dude. Because yeah. I just I liked Sonic Boom. Yeah, I always thought that was pretty cool. That was a big one. And, that, and the game was a total reinvention from the very first game. Like, a lot of people, like... They're still making them. Oh, yeah. Street it's Fighter V uh, is, is still real popular. Um, the hardcore gaming, like, fighting fighting game community still, like, this is a tournament game. Maybe not this one specific. Well, the movie is based on Street Fighter Two specifically. Yeah. Not, not, not necessarily, like, the entire... Um, canon. Yeah, that's why, like, the beginning, um, that music and all the, the yeah. sounds that I did, that, that was from Street Fighter 2. Yeah, and, and Street Fighter 2 spawned so many different iterations and sequels that we didn't actually get Street Fighter 3 until way well, almost at the end of the decade. <clears throat> and that one's sort of an outlier in and of itself, too. <clears throat> really different uh, gameplay mechanics. It had some new characters, and, like, some people, hardcore, like, fans really like it, but it didn't really, like hit its stride again until like other variations of Street Fighter 2 Turbo Alpha fucking whatever <laughs> and then there was uh, Street Fighter 4 which came out in 2008 that was a kind of a return to like uh, 3D characters but on a 2D plane mm-hmm. just like the OG game and uh, and then the fifth one too now is like just uh, kind of a new battle system because people who could pick up Street Fighter 4 and were playing it back in 1994 <clears throat> were just as good as like modern gamers. So there was this sort of like matched 
level in the playing field and street fighter five kind of changed all yeah, that I, I tried playing like i have like a rom for my computer yeah. i have a, I, I love super nintendo i was raised on it for so sure, i have a little yeah. controller i tried I had a play, genesis i tried playing it again and i'm like how do I, how did i yeah how was i awesome at this game i yeah. remember i remember playing uh street fighter 2 and then killer instinct came out which mm-hmm. the graphics for killer instinct were oh, cool. a thousand times better than this like kind of papery yeah they were just fighting uh, game like uh sprites like a classic like you know yeah, and you can knock people off of like a building, and they'd fall to another level. It was that was a uh, in Killer Instinct. In Killer Instinct, oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And it came, I think it came with a CD with it that had like a bunch of techno and. Oh uh, man, I vaguely <laughs> remember that because again, I was on the uh, Genesis, so I was always a Mortal Kombat. I never guy owned a, anyway. I never owned a Sega. I was on the other flips. I was on the flip side of that, which is kind of cool. Well, Mortal, always... Mortal Kombat came out for Super Nintendo, also. It did, yeah, yeah. but there was always like two camps. Uh, one. Uh, Street Fighter 2 was better on the SNES. Yeah. Mortal Kombat was better on the Genesis. Oh, of course, yeah. Because um, the graphics were just the dash better and the handle. The dash, and they allowed for more violent content on the Genesis. Well, Nintendo wanted to be family friendly. Yeah, it was. And, and like, uh, but, but. Killer Instinct was not friendly family no. whatsoever. There's a lot of blood in that one. But yeah, man, so Street Fighter. Uh, Street Fighter. Is this, <laughs> that's our movie. This, uh, this dog turd, uh, com- <laughs> for most people's, uh, you know, um, opinion but you know like most movies i like that are borderline bad there's things to like about it and i I discovered a lot of cool shit to like about it and we're gonna talk (laughs) about that our first clip really jumps right into the movie so i'm gonna go ahead and play that it's really the intro to the movie so you kind of this movie really throws you into the deep end but this kind of gives you a little bit of a understanding of what's going on here we go good evening this is sander van oker and this is the gnt world news After seven months of fighting, the civil war in Shadaloo may have reached the turning point. The capital has just fallen. This is Chung Lee Zan with GNT News. AN forces are consolidating their hold on Shadaloo City today after a night of skirmishing that secured this key Southeast Asian port. But these soldiers aren't celebrating just yet. They know that defeating the ragtag city militia is one thing. Defeating the heavily armed forces of General M. Bison is quite another. The Allied Nations forces know that they are dealing with a power-mad dictator. A dictator whose drug money has equipped his army with high-tech weaponry, which some intelligence experts fear is equal to anything in the industrialized world. It's been only 24 hours since this dangerous and unpredictable warlord seized 63 Allied Nations relief workers from a village north of here. This self-styled general's ransom demand an astonishing $20 billion. Meanwhile, the location of the 63 hostages remains unknown. Of the 15 Allied Nations troops assigned to guard the missing relief workers, 12 are confirmed dead and 3 are missing. Their whereabouts? Also, I know. Hostage pit closing. You came from across the world to fight 
right. So that's the beginning. It really jumps yeah. in. So Bison is pretty much a warlord. Uh-huh. Um, he's taken a bunch of people hostage for yep. $20 billion, yeah. uh, which is, you know, that's a great, good amount of money. That's a significant you know? amount of money even now and for 1994. That, like, that amount of money, money doesn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, of course, that's Chun-Li, um, yeah. if you remember the game. She's a news reporter in this. I'm kind of doing air quotes on that. Yeah. She's a news reporter. Um, and towards the end of the clip, uh, Bison is there. He kind of has a bunch of AN people. That's the uh, Allied Nations. Allied Nations, kind of like the yep. UN type of thing. Yeah, they're all blue helmets. And uh, at the very end, you say, oh, you travel all this way to fight me. That's kind of a thing from the game. Yeah, you it's very similar. Across the country. Yeah. And at the very be- uh, when you kind of heard like the different news channels, there's a world map, which is very yeah. similar to the video game. Yeah. Little clips coming up. It's, you know. It's what fun. I really like, the way the movie starts is, yeah, it, this clip just throws you right in. It's like a news montage as a form And the of- Street Fighter logo is like, yeah, it morphs from the Universal logo into, into the Street that. Fighter logo. Yeah, I think Universal, I like that. Universal did it, but it was distributed it's, by Paramount and uh, TriStar, I think. I don't know. I think that was who distributed it. I think it was just a Universal film. Yeah, uh, but uh, Capcom was co-financier. But at the very beginning, I remember seeing TriStar and Paramount oh, okay. distributed by, so they had okay. done that. So yeah, uh, and in this news footage, it provides the exposition and the context for the setup of the story of the crisis in Shadaloo. Chun-Li is a reporter. She's a major character from the game. She's played by Ming-Na Wen, um, who uh, is currently seen. She was recently in The Mandalorian. She was uh, one of those bounty hunters that was out in the desert. Oh, was that that's her. Went up upon Damn, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's been in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, um, so she's still acting. Good for her. Yeah, she was Mulan in the 1998 Mulan movie. She was the voice of Mulan. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, Looky there. Yeah, man. And what else has she been in? She's uh, she's pretty awesome, and she's not, you know. Did she direct one of the Mandalorians, or was she just in it? I, she was in it. Because well, she's I know still, there's, there's an Asian lady who did one of the directing. She could have very well have. I don't been. know. If it was I, her. I, I I didn't read up on all of it. Um, but yeah, her acting career has not shown any any sign of stopping. She's been in a lot of stuff, and those are some of like her bigger, most notable. She stuff. still looks really good. She is my father's age and still a so, knockout. Well, it's the the Asian blood. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they, they age very, very well. And uh, you hear of General M. Bison, uh, played by the incomparable Raul Julia. His his last film before it he was, died. Yeah, and sadly, sadly, and he did take on this role. If as, you don't know who uh, Raul Julia is, you would know him from the Adams Family, playing. Uh, he was Gomez. Gomez yeah, also a, a great Shakespearean actor, just all around classically trained. actor. Yeah, just amazing. And it's weird <clears throat> uh, watching the movie because later on, when he's against Guile, yeah, uh, he's. I didn't realize how tall he was because, like, I was the, wondering if he was in height, lifts at all. That's what I thought. No, he's six two. And, How uh, tall is Van Damme? Five ten. Yeah, it <laughs> really? like it's actually the height is perfect. The muscles I mean, from Brussels. They, they probably put him in some boots just to give him a yeah. little more height. But yeah, I think so. But uh, he's still it's a really tall great. dude. Yeah, and when he when he's hurting the hostages, you get a, a Wilhelm scream as they throw one in. That's pretty cool because there's another classic scream that happens later in the movie. But the Wilhelm is is a really there's uh, a lot of little sound effects that I have in some of these clips yeah. that are that are great. And, uh, a bison, um, bison personally challenges those soldiers. I wanted to, I wanted mm-hmm. to talk quickly about um, Stephen E. D'Souza. Uh, oh, the director, the director, yeah, because this is his only movie he, well, the only movie he's directed, not his only directing credit, um, but he's more well known as being a, a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. He did uh, uh, Die Hard, Die Hard Two, uh, another forty-eight hours or forty-eight hours rather, not another Commando, Lara Croft, Commando, Tomb Raider. yeah. 
Um, what, you said you wouldn't kill me. I lied. I lied. Lost <laughs> <laughs> we'll some steam, Victor, or whatever the hell he says. <laughs> or no, Bennett. Yeah, yeah Bennett, Victor Bennett, was uh, yeah. Total Recall. He did the screenplay for Judge Dredd. Yeah, because Bennett was the, the black dude in that one. Yeah. And I Ju- like Commando. <laughs> I do too. Movie. I do too. It's great. He did uh, Judge Dredd. Um, these are the scripts. No, he's not the director. Yeah, yeah. So well, he did a lot of writing. He did. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3. Which is my favorite in that series? Really, you like three? I like two. Two is yeah. my favorite. Three, three. I think was trying a little too hard. Is that the one with the the guy who plays Balky in a perfect stri- or? Uh, I think so. Two is Bronson, uh, whatever his name is. He's like I'm Sarge. Yeah, that's three. Yeah, that no, three? two and three. Oh, okay. Because okay. two, 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 he's in the um in the salon. Okay, yeah, and, yeah. And three is <laughs> when he's selling the weapon. Dealer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best. He also did uh, the Flintstones. The, okay, the movie, the '90s one, and one of your favorites, Hudson Hawk. Hudson, oh, such a great movie. Yeah, so he, he, Danny he's Aiello and got quite a. Uh, I don't know. They pulled the they pulled the trigger on him. They said, "Let's give it a shot." And and you know, for what he achieved, I think it's it's great high camp. So yeah, it's because that was another thing. This movie is really campy, and it's super. Like, did, did they mean to do it? Did they not? But I'm pretty sure they meant to because there's no way they made a movie like that and thought it was going to be fucking serious. Yeah. <laughs> so as the story progresses, uh, uh, Bison also has like this this platform thing that moves around yeah. that you kind of see. He's like controlling. It. it really looks like a Robotnik from Sonic, totally like a like a cylinder. Um, Bison's fighting the soldiers. Um, Chun Li is uh, talking to. She's trying to get an interview with Colonel Guile. With Colonel Guile, played by Jean Claude Van Damme, yeah, who is uh, Belgian, Belgian, not American. I, you'll hear his voice later on in yeah. some of the clips, and it's, <laughs> it just doesn't fit. I mean. He's ripped enough to do it, but sure. he could have gotten like an actual American. Well, to he do was it. a big draw at the in time. '94, that was yeah. entirely it because you know muscles from wrestling. Well, I, I will I will talk a little bit more about Van Dam as it relates to this as we move through. But um, um, as, as Chun Li is uh, interviewing Guile, mm-hmm. um, you know Guile's like threatening Bison because yeah. they're like and of mortal course, Bison's enemies. watching the news. Yeah, and he <laughs> and Bison takes over the news feed like yeah. every warlord can do Has in every single fucking movie, right? Um, and he says you have three days to give $20 billion or, you know, we're going to kill all right. these hostages and whatnot. Uh, Guile says that he's going to come for Charlie. And uh, Charlie yeah. is Carlos Blanca. Blanca. And if you ever played the video game, Blanca is the green creature that yeah. shocks you. And I, I was watching this, too, and I'm like, why did you just, like, give up the name of somebody close to you to your enemy? Yeah, yeah. Like, he just, it, just yeah, giving him. Bison just walks over to Charlie, like, rips off his. He's, oh, so you're fucking Charlie. Yeah. Charlie and is Blanca, which is a composite character, I think, in of uh, two. I don't know if this character existed yet, but later in the uh, game series, Carlos Blanca is Carlos Blanca. Charlie is a completely separate character. Who I don't was, remember Charlie. That's why I was wondering. Like he's got a big, like weird looking devil lock thing in the front. He's blonde, and he's sort of like part cyborg because he was taken by Bison and experimented on. But he was Guile's friend before. The thing with Bison, okay. and I didn't even know there, the even know there was a damn storyline to totally Street Fighter. When I was a kid, it was just okay. Let's just play yeah. it. And well, it's a tournament fighter. Yeah. But if if, if you ever played the first game, you, the the only two playable characters in the first one were Ryu and Ken. Ken. Yeah, and they were exactly the same. And the whole idea for the game was them to go throughout. Yeah, yeah. I can't even do. I can't do the word the things. It's like an actual phrase. It's it's Japanese. I was watching videos about it. I don't even know how to say it. But anyway. In the first game, they're going through various parts of the world, and they just take on the series of opponents until you get to the final boss. And we'll talk about that in a minute because that relates to Ken and Ryu in this story. Uh, after we figure out uh, that Bison knows who uh, Blanca is, it cuts to a cage match. Um, 
Yeah. With, uh, well, two, two guys are walking in. It's Ken and Ryu. We don't know who they are just yet. Right. But they're like, hey, aren't we glad we're out from the street? Because there's chaos this going on This is like truly town. the most street fighter of the whole movie. Yeah. And it's a cage match and you see Vega. Yeah. And it, the casting on Vega was just, I think, oh, was just spot on. perfect. Uh it didn't. He was just battling some dude. It didn't he really, was just fighting some rando, just, and then this is when Ken and Ryu like come up because they're having a deal with Sagat. With Sagat, and, and that uh, actor has been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, I've got it for you. Yeah, here, and he looks moment. like Sagat. He's got the eye patch. Yeah, and I think in one of the in clips, I you can hear him laughing. Yeah, and he's got that Sagat ha 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 kind of laugh. So what's cool is Sagat and Ryu meet in this with Ken, and Sagat is the original villain. In the first, game. in the first one, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the second one, you play, you beat, you play him. Like, he's you also a boss him. character, but in the Champions Edition, he becomes a playable character because oh, okay. I, he, I remember fighting him in two. Yeah, yeah. In the story, he's the one, the kickboxer from Thailand, who's like Tiger, yeah. Tiger uppercut, Tiger uppercut. And uh, he is the Ryu defeats him in the first game, according to the canon story. Yeah, and that's why Sagat has that chest that's, scar. Oh, okay. Because Ryu hit him with the Shoryuken and just blasted his shit apart, defeating him. And then kept on his journey throughout the world. And then Street Fighter 2, the game uh, story suggests that, okay, now Bison is this warlord. And he's got his, his generals in Sagat and Balrog and Vega and all these other characters who serve as, like, you know, uh, underbosses to him yeah, within yeah. the game. And then, you know, that's how that goes. And, and um, Vega and Sagat, they're all part of uh, this kind of gang type of thing. Yeah, they're, they're like they're weapons dealers. Bison. Yeah, and Ken in the movie. And, yeah, Ken and Ryu are trying to do a deal with them. So they go and they meet Sagat. They're like, you know, do you have the money? Yeah. He's like, yeah, here it is. He goes, great. Here's a uh, a walkie-talkie. Yeah. When we go outside, we'll tell you where it is. As they're walking, they're like, too bad. We already know where the weapons are. They were on the dock. And so they yeah. take Ken and Ryu and they pull out the guns and they try to shoot them. But the guns are just loaded with tennis balls. Like yeah, they're, they're like Nerf guns. guns. Yeah. yeah. And those are some badass looking Nerf I guns. Know, I, want one I remember those. thinking about that when I was a kid. I was like, where can I get those? <laughs> yeah. uh, and what's, what's cool yeah. here too. I'm going to talk a little bit about mm -hmm. Ken and Ryu. Uh, Damien Chapa is uh, the actor playing Ken. Uh, he's in this movie called Blood In, Blood Out. We've talked about it before a couple is, of times. I, man, he looks really familiar. See this movie. And wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Just wait to hear the other wild shit this guy's been in. All right. So uh, Blood In, Blood Out is this epic prisoner gangster movie. And I mean that in, in like the true the truest definition. It is an epic. It's a long-ass movie. And it's great. Uh, we definitely got to cover it one day. So uh, Damien Chapa also is a director. And he directed a couple movies one was called Polanski Unauthorized, where he directed and starred as Roman, Roman Polanski. Look at that connection. Connection. He also did the same thing with a movie called Bobby Fischer Live, where he played Bobby Fischer, uh, the chess player. He did another one called Brando Unauthorized, where he played the part of this dude Marlon just like, Brando. I want to play all these famous people. And Fuck, he's directed, it he directed it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was also in Money Talks with Charlie Sheen and uh, Chris Tucker. He played the part. Maybe that's where I remember him from because he just had like yeah. a really, like a face. He just has that face. Uh, yeah, I remember yeah. Money Talks. Uh, and he was also in a 90s movie. I don't know if it was a made-for-TV movie, but it was called uh, Menendez, A Killing in Beverly Hills, where he played Lyle Menendez. Uh, and, and and he was also in Under Siege, I think, as a, a character in that movie. I can't remember if he was a good guy or a bad guy. I don't know. He may, he may have been like a but soldier or something. He always <laughs> seems to play Mexican gangsters, Mexican-American gangsters. He doesn't even look Mexican-American. He is, though. He doesn't look <laughs> He it. legit oh, is. Dude, he looks so white in this. I mean, he looks he, whiter than he white. He is. He's Caucasian, but he is yeah. like Mexican-American. And then his counterpart in this is Ryu, which is played by Byron Mann. Is it Ryu or Ryu? It's Ryu, 
Ryu is probably the closest way, like, a, to a, actually say it. American English speakers or any English speakers can say it correctly. Because Japanese is like, you, you, okay. or something. And it means like dragon or punch or something. Or Ken means punch. I don't even know. But Ryu was the preferred and, and, and accepted way that Americans were saying it then because we, I guess we didn't have much. Well, I mean, phonetically, phonetically for Americans. That's, sure. Yeah. yeah. But I, I've, I think the general consensus Ryu. is now Ryu. Yeah. Okay. But for the purposes of this movie, they say Ryu. And um, Byron Mann is that actor um, who has been recently in, he's in the Wu Assassins, that new stuff on Netflix. I haven't seen that one. He was in Skyscraper with uh, Dwayne Johnson. He was the OG Kovach in the show Altered Carbon. Uh, and he was in The Big Short, uh, that movie about the I like The Big Short. That's a good movie. Yeah, the housing he was in that. Now, the guy they're talking to is Sagat. And this man you just asked about is Wes Studi. Yeah, he's been a uh, He was the things. Sphinx in Mystery Men. Uh, he was in uh, the, the Last of the Mohicans, deep, great movie. deep Rising, Heat. He was in that Hostels, that Western with uh, Christian Bale recently, which was really good. He was in Avatar as uh, one of the Navi and uh, a bunch of Westerns. He was in Highlander. He was the desert or the Indian in the desert in the doors. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. And he was in Dances with Wolves. And. As I was mentioning before, the game story has Ryu and Sagat as enemies, uh, and their first appearance was in the first game, which I just described. Ryu gave Sagat the chess scar, and he was the original villain of the first game. Um, other characters in the first games, so we got all these icon- iconic characters in the movie from Street Fighter Two. Yeah, yeah. But this is yeah, I'm, I'm not oh, going okay. too far. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna jump right back into the scene. I just got a little a little sidebar about these characters. So in the first game, some of the other characters' names are. Adon, Birdie, Eagle, Geki, <laughs> Gen, Joe, Lee, Yojo, Retsu, and Mike. <laughs> those, are all, other names. Mike. those are all your opponents in the original game. Uh, and now Mike is thought to have been a precursor to Balrog. Okay. Because Balrog in Japan is known as M. Bison. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> and this, the reason for this is because there was a name shift when it came to American uh, audiences. So in Japan, Bison is known as Vega. Vega is known as Balrog because M. Bison was originally considered for the uh, character Mike because Mike Bison, as in Mike Tyson. Ah, uh, gotcha. So Americans change a naming to uh, avoid like a lawsuit. So that's why... M. Bison was was switched around. It was originally Balrog's name, who was actually Vega. Dude, yeah, they jumbled up yeah. a lot of stuff. So Sagat just, says, just put the names on a hat and we'll shake yeah. them up. And then, of course, back to the scene. Um, uh, after their, you know, the the Nerf guns are going off to get, you know, you get to see some some kick in action type of stuff. And then Guile, Colonel Guile, slams a fucking giant truck, tank. a tank, yeah, yeah pretty much. I think it's got like some fucking missiles on the side of it through the building. Everyone gets arrested. Yeah. And uh, Sagat actually right, right when they right when they walk in and uh, Ryu says, uh, hey, don't you know there's a curfew? And uh, Sagat goes, uh, I something, something. Nobody tells me anything in Shadowloo City. And then there's an eight o'clock curfew. Like, yeah. It starts coming over. Th- like, throughout <laughs> throughout the city, there's like it, at one point, there's like almost like a good morning Vietnam. It's like, good morning, Sagat. <laughs> like, it says, good morning, Shadowloo. Shadowloo. And you're going to get rid- get that oh my God button ready. Go. 
the person who does the Good the, Morning Shadowloo is actually the guy who said Good Morning Vietnam in Vietnam. It's that's a oh my god oh the real dude. It's the real guy. Nice. Yeah, like a, yeah. There's like some there. There's just an announcer throughout the even at the end of the credits they do stuff. It's the exact. It's the very DJ. It's Cronauer, whatever his name is. That's Adrian Cronauer. Cool. Yeah. Um, it cuts to after they get arrested. It cuts to a scene where Bison is with a scientist uh-huh. named Dalzim. Dalzim, and he's a character uh, we should talk about here in a little bit. Okay. Uh, he's doing some experience. They have they have Blanca in this cage machine thing and they're they're kind of doing a clockwork orange type of thing yeah. they're showing him like images of just mass destruction death like yeah. just reprogramming his brain and they're also pumping him through a D, with like dna mutagens uh and, 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 it, and i love how bison says like you know like like why are we doing this is like oh it's educational software yeah you know did you notice in, when he when he said merely educational software they show a clip of somebody getting blasted in the back of the head yeah that is a real the real archive clips. footage of a murder in a conflict area, and so it, the bison is creating a his, holy his shit. mutant army. It's a like kids a, movie. And there's a damn murder. Also, he, this is what makes me think like it's it's really intentionally high camp. He walks up to Dalsim, who's like, "How's the work?" And he's like, "Warped, corrupt." Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, "Well, after I've crushed my enemies, we'll see about getting you published." <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Raul Julia was so is so great in this. Wait, wait there's something I I missed. Oh, oh no, I'll, I'll come back to it. Yeah, ahead, and then um, that uh, the guy playing Dalzim is Roshan. Oh, you, you know, you know, I kind of I messed up a little bit. What did you miss? Before he busts through, um, we have that that Bison clip, and yeah. then it's Ryu has to fight Vega. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah. they're about to like they're yeah they're literally about to they're have about a fight. to fight. You know, like Vega has his knife thing. He's like, let's do his hand to hand. Takes off the mask, and even when Ryu takes off his shirt, the, like one girl's holding like I love you, Vega. Yeah. Like throws the sign yeah. down. And, that, that and then stage, that's when they bust through. That that whole set is is resembles uh, Vega's stage in the game. Too. It does. It's got the cage. It's amazing. And the clock. Uh, it, Vega is a really good character. Uh, one of my favorites too. And if you've ever seen the 1996 animated movie version, I have it. I which is a little to. more violent. There's actually a whole ass like series topless. Of well, yeah. Oh, okay. There's a topless shower scene with Chun Li, where Vega shows. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it, you can you can find it on YouTube. Tits and all. <laughs> And there's a scene, one of my favorites in the whole movie is when um, she's getting out of the shower and like doing her hair, putting them up in her, in her signature buns. Vega shows up out of nowhere and attacks her and she beats the ever living shit out dude, of Chun- this dude. I used to play as Chun-Li in Street Fighter. She's fucking gnarly, man. She dude, There's a scene in the movie where she, she bests him, gets him on his back, stomps on his eye socket and spins with her heel oh. and then... Kicks his ass through a wall, killing him. It was yeah, and Vega's very awesome. Vega's very vain. So like he's yeah. like a, when he takes off his mask, he's all pretty and stuff like that. And yeah, anyway, and, go and watch then, go watch the animated movie. Yeah. It's really cool. And and that's when <clears throat> Guile Buster and everybody gets arrested. Yeah. Um. And then they're in a briefing room, and you see Guile just they're kind of doing like a day to day operations, talking about stuff. Yeah. And out of fucking nowhere, this dude just bumped. Yeah. He goes into the AN, like the Allied Nation, yeah. like briefing room in this headquarter, and. Tries to attack Guile. Tries Guile seduces him. him. Yeah. Um, and then they, they rip open his shirt and they see the tattoo, which is the... Yeah, the Shadow Lutong. The Shadow Lutong. So watching this scene, too, made me, made me kind of snicker because clearly Van Damme uh, it was just phoning it in. Yeah. Because uh, reportedly... I wonder how much money he got paid for this movie. $8 million. Fuck! And that he's was, phoning it in? Yeah. Yeah, well, because reportedly... Uh, <laughs> reportedly... Van Damme was consuming close to $10,000 a week in cocaine. 
<laughs> during the filming of this movie. He had an affair with uh, Kylie Minogue, who was playing Cammy, uh, and was a lot of trouble on set. He had a gym uh, installed into his own presidential suite that he was the only one that got one of those. The sniffles um, from Bristle. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he would party all night long. He'd be late to the set. He would delay shoots because he would stay in his Just hotel. Diva, total diva. And, yeah, and the studio even had to hire a wrangler to to uh, to, to get, get him, him to to show up. And so a lot of times, whenever he wouldn't or he would delay shoots, the the Souza would just be like, "All right, well, let's shoot this scene." So that's why a lot of shit feels pretty disjointed. Yeah, it's it, it's it is. I mean, it's fun, but it's disjointed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they have that attacker. Um. The Ryu and Ken, they're like in a little prison. Uh, fight breaks out pretty mm-hmm. much between, of course, Vega and everybody. Yeah. Um. And Guile kind of sees these two, and he's like, "Hey, who are who those, are those guys? men? Yeah, bring them to me. I can't. I can't. Do yeah. This he's accent. got a weird accent. He's like, bring them to me. He wants them. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> he wants them. Can I do a line of coke off your back? Um, I'm going to do a line of coke. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty hard. I bet, I bet he could like lift his whole leg up and do it. You know, you know what's even weirder is uh, the fact that he's playing Guile. Is Capcom really, really wanted Van Damme to play Guile uh, because just of the kicking, I guess. Because well, Guile was a very big, was a huge he that upside stunt down performer. He was really good. Yeah, he was a really good stunt performer, yeah. and he was a big name in martial arts. Not a lot of stunts in this movie. What's crazy is Bloodsport. The movie he did back in the eighties was based, or was was uh, was the basis for the development of the video game Mortal Kombat. Uh, okay. In fact, Johnny Cage's character is based Johnny directly Cage. on that Frank Duke's character See, from Bloodsport. I, I would have rather have seen him be Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat movie. He turned down the role, did he, because of, of Johnny Cage to do this because Capcom wanted to give him the money, and and then Lyndon Ashby became Johnny Cage. But it's funny. That he is the basis for Johnny Cage, but went with Guile instead. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Uh, where am I? Oh, yeah. So Guile wants them. Uh, we cut back. Blanca <laughs> is still being transformed. Um, you can still see him kind of twigging out. Uh-huh. Um, Guile ends up recruiting Ken and Ryu. Yeah. We, we don't really see it, but you kind of know it. I mean, yeah. He's yeah, just yeah. kind of informed. Um, yeah, more announcer dude stuff. I hey, wrote down. Hey, what, is, what do you do when a Shadowloo soldier throws so a grenade? Hey, you, you pick it up pick and it up, pull throw the pin, it back. Throw it right back. Because <laughs> they're stupid. So he's like, you pick it up, pull the pin. They're uh, all, all okay. the all the uh, prisoners, including Ken, Ryu, Vega, and um, Sagat. Sagat, thank you. Yeah. Uh, they, they're they're like in a transport vehicle. Yeah. Um, Ken kind of they Ken and Ryu like kind of pick a fight together. They steal one of yeah. the guards' keys. Um, they unlock it. They basically mm-hmm. are doing stuff to gain Sagat's uh, favor. Yeah, favor. Um, so this this scene originally kind of confused me because yeah. if got obviously everybody's in on it, but do all the soldiers know who are firing from elevated positions? Onto no, that I don't truck? think they are. Like but they're taking an awful risk if that was their plan because a lot of them could have been killed right there. Yeah, you know, they're, they're like stormtroopers. They and just really suck. T Hawk. Uh, that other character, he's minor in, in this, but he, he was in some of the games later. I think, the the, like the, the, the AN guy? Games. Yeah, he's like yeah, right-hand dude. I saw him, and I even said it earlier when I was, we were talking outside. I'm like, he looked like Bucky from, oh, the, yeah, yeah. from the Marvel movies. And was later like, in the movie. I thought it was him. He puts on that uh, Cherokee headband because in the game, he's, he's a Native American yeah. or a Native Mexican-American. Native something. something. He's, yeah, he's from, yeah. And anyway, uh, it made me think, okay, that's... Kind of like Night Wolf from Mortal Kombat. They're always like kind of like parallels between the two. Uh, uh, Ryu basically, you know, they, he gets free. Um, he takes the prisoner transport. He gets yeah. in the front. 
Um, Ken's hanging out the back. He's got a gun. Yeah. And they're driving real fucking fast. And Guile's like, I'm going to get him. And <laughs> he runs out and he goes, yeah. And then <laughs> he hops over this box. Ken ends up shooting Guile in the stomach like four times. Um, he, he gets off two shots. Two shots. It's like, like two squibs. And is like, but like, colon was, was the gun, did the gun have blanks in it? Yeah, what was see, he shooting at? See, that's what I'm, I don't like because he grabbed the gun from somebody. So there's like he, a stooge. Yeah. Ah, it's they, he grabbed the gun off T Hog. Yeah. So maybe T Hog did put blanks in it, but it's never expressly maybe new. Yeah, explicitly like, stated. I don't know. It was, there's, it's a, there's a couple plot, plot, horn, plot holes in yeah. there. Plot horns. Plot horns. Um, Chun Li. <laughs> Chun Li sees all this shit happen. You know, she's the news reporter. She she, she does a little roll. She does a little roll. She throws like a transponder onto the car, like under the truck. Uh, yeah canopy yeah like it just kind of gets stuck yeah um and then i have a little clip here of uh kind of the uh you'll just see okay so guile right now is laying dead they're covering a sheet over us was the wonder of the ancient world and then Bicenopolis shall be the wonder of my world but i think uh, the food court should be larger all the big franchises will want in. Dateline, Shadaloo City, Shadaloo, Southeast Asia. The world is in shock at the news that Colonel William F. Guile has been killed. It happened just 30 minutes ago during a jailbreak by Victor Sagat, the gun runner who is the principal arms supplier for renegade General M. Bison. It was hoped that the allied nation forces would restore order here. But after today's tragedy, nothing is certain, except that Bison's mad threats will continue, and that the new AN commander's first order of business is to bury Colonel Guile. For GNT, this is Chung Lee Zan. That's great news, General. Congratulations. On the contrary, I mourn. Okay. I was hoping to face Guile personally on the battlefield. One gentleman warrior to another in respectful combat. Then I would snap his spine. Ah! The road not taken. But why? Why do they still call me a warlord? And mad? All I want to do is to create the perfect genetic soldier. Not for power, not for evil, but for good. Carlos Blanca will be the first of many. They shall march out of my laboratory and sweep away every adversary, every creed, every nation, until the very planet is in the loving grip of the Pax Bisonica. And then peace will reign in the world. And all humanity shall bow to me in humble gratitude. That was beautiful. Curfew 
<clears throat> I love Z- it. Zangief at the end. Yeah. I love how they made Zangief kind of the comic relief in this. Also, DJ is really great in this. That's Miguel Nunez Jr., who uh, played Spider in Return of the Living Dead. Oh, and, nice. Okay. And every time like somebody says something stupid, he does a slow turn. Like, Yeah, he's always in the background, like right behind the person. So yeah. he's just kind of giving them like the slow burn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like looking at him like, who the fuck? He does it like three times. It's great. Uh, Chun-Li is in her van, and she has a couple crew members that are part of the... Uh, the universe That's of Balrog and Honda. Yeah, Balrog and Honda. So you have a they did a you have like the a, boxer and uh, of course the sumo wrestler, which in the game he's not uh, Polynesian or Hawaiian. He's Japanese. He's Japanese. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean they needed a big sumo. Yeah, yeah. sumo. They needed a big ass. It's a good sumo, and it, it's it's one of those like nationality like ethnic flip changes that. I think it work. I think it worked fine. Yeah. I think the guy did a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chun Li finds out because they're they're like in the they're trying to to look at the tracker and they find out there's some uh, like the interference with their, their right. signal and they figure out that there's another tracker yeah. on the car and it's coming back to their location uh-huh. also. Um, then <laughs> Which the gut is one of those. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, the go government ahead. knocks on the thing like, "Hey, you're you're done here. You got to get out of here." The whole gotta, government, yeah. The whole they're like, "Hi, we're the government. Yeah. Time to move." It's it yeah. It's just <laughs> it's just one dude. You know, the A yeah, yeah. is like, "All right, you got to go." So as they're leaving, uh, Chun Li suits up in her ninja outfit, right? And she's kind of as they're going out of the gate, she jumps onto the sign and sneaks yeah, into the AM building. In. And she discovers well, the she's morgue. Got, yeah, she's got a little tracker. She's trying to find right. where the, the the signal's going to. And this doesn't make any sense to me either because like. Why, if you're, why was he just chilling in the morgue? Yeah, so she sees a body and she looks at it and it's Guile. She's like, "Oh, sorry, you're and dead." He just fucking and sits then he up. just wakes up and sits up. Maybe he heard her coming, so he laid back down. I don't know. I don't know either. But like, he he was just like, oh, "I'm going through the way here." <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because because then he takes his shirt off and he takes off the squibs. Yeah, wouldn't so he have already done that? I don't know. Maybe he's taking a nap. Who knew? I, I'm tired. Uh, maybe pop some pills to like make him seem like he was dead. He's probably sleeping off that uh, that cocaine binge. Um, you know, they have a little conversation. I was gonna get that clip, but I didn't. Um, right. They, they he they talk about like that 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 Ryu and Canner and Cahoots. Yeah. They're, um, now they're 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 hanging out with Sagat and Vega now, part of their crew, and they go meet up and have like a like a like a parlay or whatever you want to call it, like a meeting with Bison and his troops. Well, in order Ch- to Chun Li, Chun Li. Guile takes Chun Li and's like, "All right, get her out of here." Yeah, blah, blah, blah. and then Chun Li escapes. She dives through a fucking window. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, disappears. Yeah, and then I wrote down Bison Circus Show. So there's like they're all hanging out in this yeah. tent, and it's like, "Hey, everybody! If you came down to Bison's, don't forget to pick up this." You know? Yeah. And, and it's 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 like a it's like a fucking flea market for it's like a bazaar. Yeah, but guns. there's they're like this is you know they have like a fucking helicopter for sale. There's people yeah. selling missiles. It's just it's yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah. And um, they're and they're watching a, a live performance, and it's the it's a magic show. It's a magic show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I wrote it down. I was going to be like, oh, shit, magic. What was it? I wrote it down here somewhere. It's... Doo, doo, doo. What was it? It was like magic, mayhem, and something Magic, else. might, mystery. Yeah, that's it. On their... The, 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 the Benbelli brothers? Yeah. Or something? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, Ryan can have the trust. Um, uh-huh. You know, um, they... They trust them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sitting in the audience. Balrog, Honda, and Chun-Li are the performers in disguise. They do like a, <clears throat> a barrel chop uh, with a disappearing uh, lady, and she comes down from the rafters. Right when he's putting the lid on the uh, barrel, it says Capcom. <laughs> Does on, it? On I lid. didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, 
So Sagat gets pissed off because yeah, he's like, Bison's "Hey, like, where's my money?" And he's like, "Here's your money." And then he opens up, and it's Bison money. Yeah, you know, like and he's, he's like, like, "This will be worth this is fucking not worth no, the paper it's yeah. printed on." And he's like, "Oh, it'll be five times worth the British pound when I kidnap the English queen." Yeah, when I yeah, he's already like planning the <laughs> this is the most nefarious diabolical shit without even a, a plan, and uh, of course that creates a standoff Ryu and Ken had or Ken had originally skittered off to go chase after Chun-Li and she yeah and she goes into the tent and he could hear like right she gets you know he gets knocked out and then and then Ryu follows and then we figure out you know it's and then Honda and them are like wait a minute you're in with it it's like no wait uh we're not let us go right And and they they uh they go back in they see the standoff and then there's uh I have a little clip chun Li's video comes on and then everybody flees here it is you said this place will blow in 10 minutes things can't get worse uh i was wrong it got worse can't back me up general so God, uh, loosen up it's a party <laughs> are you with me or against me is that multiple choice you dare to interfere? Yeah. Uh, because... Because there are enemy spies everywhere among us, General. Show me these spies. This is Chung-Li Zhang, and this may be my final broadcast. But if it is, I and my comrades there. will there they know are. that we have not died in vain. But we will have ended the careers of the two warlords who have brought so much death and destruction to this part of the world. Bison, Sagat, all your weapons of death are going to be blown sky high. Happy landing. So pretty much when that video came on, like what's what I like about Ryu and Ken is they're really out for themselves. They're not for out for anybody else. So they're just yeah. they're, they're playing the field as much as they can, which is like completely like uh, the antithesis to who they are in the game. In the game, the yeah. game, they're partners. They had learned uh, their their together martial arts. Yeah, together. they like grew up together. The whole they're, thing. Uh, they're like honorable like combat combatants and shit like that. And this, they're like low rent gun runners. Yeah, and uh, the little video that you heard—it was inside of like a cabinet. Part it was of the really magic bad cabinet. overdubbing. Oh, you see, yeah. her, her her lips weren't matching up. It was Not so at all. Weird. And they they blow up a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but what so, is here? It goes to more some more video game mapping, doesn't it? No, one? I mean, kind of. It starts to show off like it, it it does this little transition where it's like a a radar that picks up the explosion, Ooh. sends a signal back to whoever is watching at the AN thus giving away the location of Bison's compound. And that's where everybody ends up back next. So so now... Um, yeah, we're at Bison's... At Ryu and Kin, they have Bison's trust. They really do. <clears throat> yeah, they're drawn in, and they're given the Chun-Li, uniforms. Chun-Li, E-Honda, and then they've been captured. Right. And yeah, this is where we get the red and white uniforms. Right, they get their uniforms, which resemble closer to their in-game costumes. Uh, and then there's there's a scene where, where Balrog and Honda are being like uh, whipped by the what do you call like a torture a, dude a gowler if i'm 
you borrow a word like a from, hangsman or whatever. Yeah, if I might borrow a word from uh, uh Bison also <laughs> t- looks at Chun Li. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I, yeah, it was it was about that scene still. Okay. So they, they rip open Honda's shirt, and he starts whipping him. And he's you know he's just taking it, and he's like no big deal. He's like you know picking at his teeth, and uh, the the guy who's whipping him is like, all right, well I'm gonna go get something uh, a little stronger or something to that effect. So he leaves, and Balrog's like, how do you how do you keep him from crying out? And he's like, I'm sumo brother, and all this other shit. And so that he's like, all right, we need we need to get out of here. So he hands a chain over to Honda, and he's like, give me a hand, brother. And he's like. I've only been in jail two minutes, maybe next month. Yeah. Which is a weird prison sex joke I didn't expect to see in a kid's movie and certainly didn't realize it <laughs> fucking 15 had, or 25 <laughs> years ago. I had that written down, but there was a couple things that happened before that. Okay. Um, Bison tells Chun-Li, he's like, uh, take her to my chamber for a private interview right. type of thing. Um, and then we cut back to Guile and his plans on attacking Oh God! And, yeah, and then, and then we get the torture scene. But here's a little. This is the first time you're going to hear the uh, amazing American accent. The muscles from Brussels muscles from using Brussels. his American accent. Let's Here it do is. it. An attack from the air is impossible. The only chance is an assault with a small amphibious force. Here, the main force will come from the north while a single vessel equipped with the latest in stealth technology will come up this channel and distract its defenses from the east. Colonel. Yes? A single boat against everything he's got? The pilot would have to be out of his mind. Luckily, Bison has driven me crazy. So I'm gonna do it. Synchronizer watches, 0500, cast off at 0600. This is it. God, it's so bad. The man that stood up and said, Colonel, like, that's better, crazy. better English than <laughs> Well, his voice is overdubbed, too, because that, that guy's name is Kenya Sawada. <clears throat> He's actually a Japanese actor who they originally had hired to play Ryu. Oh, really? Um, but the for some reason or another, they changed it so they could get Byron Mann in the role. And I guess that never really ever sat well with this guy, Sawada. Because like later on the set, like Byron Mann tried to be friendly with him and stuff. And he oh. just really, really took it the bad way and was not Yeah, I'd be pissed off too if I was supposed to get like a main role and then they knock yeah. me down to some dude who says like four lines. Yeah. Well, Swato isn't actually an in-game character, but he was featured in the Street Fighter, the movie, The Game. <laughs> There's a game version. <laughs> of the movie. Of the movie. Based on the game. Based on the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's super meta. And uh, he's included in that. Uh, yeah. Ken and Rai in their karate uniforms. Uh, karate. Karate. Uh, we go into Chun Li <laughs> and Bison. So it's basically another clip is going to happen. Was um, this before or after Van Damme's fucking rousing speech? This was after. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I forgot. He's like, "Do you want to go home? Or do you want to go with me?" Let me just double check here. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's after. Because uh, the the yeah, there's yeah a character so actor Simon the, Callow. Yeah, there's a character actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Ace of Sure Two. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. The minute yeah, he yeah. started speaking, I was like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. So like like the government guy yeah. comes up and he's like, oh, you need to stop what you're doing. Uh, we're going to give, yeah, war's over. Yeah, war's over. We're going to give the twenty billion. And he's and then he goes up to the microphone and gives his speech of yeah. uh, 
of uh, you all can go home. I'm like, going, but you can all go home. I'm going to do this, and, <clears throat> and it's just other than like Wes Studi and uh, Raul Julia, Simon Callow are like the only three actors in this movie who are worth their salt as actors as, as actors thespians. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we cut back to to Chun Li, and she's dressed very sexy. Yeah, and this this costume closely resembles her in game costume. Yeah, only because it's red. You got that high cut on her hip, right? And uh, she's talking to Bison, and we kind and she's also got like handcuffs on, and we kind of yeah. get more of an idea of Chun Li's background. And this right. is kind of a long clip because it has a couple different things in it. Cool. Uh, that go, that I got I got a lot to say about this one when it's done. Here we go. It's twenty years ago. You hadn't promoted yourself to general yet. You were just a petty drug lord. <laughs> you and your gang of murderers gathered your small ounce of courage to raid across the border for food, weapons, <laughs> slave labor. My father was the village magistrate. simple man with a simple code, justice. He gathered the few people that he could to stand against you. <laughs> you and your bullies were driven back by farmers with pitchforks. <laughs> My father saved his village at the cost of his own life. You had him shot as you ran away, a hero at a thousand paces. I'm sorry. I don't remember any of it. You don't remember? For you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. Attention all troopers. Weapons inspections will continue to be at random until further notice. <laughs> if your weapons are not at full battle readiness, penalties will be severe. Those guys will be happy to see us. Yeah. Ryu and Ken go to save Honda. What did he say? Helltown Bison, these guys are fanatics. I think he said he could lead us outside. What I said was... We're on the same side. I spent the past 10 years working in the media world, using it to gather intelligence on you. <laughs> I found partners who hated you and your friends as much as I did. But most importantly, I studied the martial arts of three continents so that one day I could meet you, avenge my father 
and end your reign of terror, myself. <laughs> I don't think so. You see, no one has ever seen you in combat. You always hid behind your sumo and your boxer. Why? Since you entered this country, you never even threw a single punch. No, my dear. I know women. And you are harmless. It's exactly what I wanted you to think. Yes, Kia! Yeah, Kia! <clears throat> so that's a great scene where Bison says some of the, the most like cold-hearted shit a villain has ever said. It was too. Like, I don't fucking care. That was that was a daily routine. I love the I love the uh, the portrait that's hanging the Napoleon. He, he's got a, yeah. He's got a Napoleon, and then she looks over, and it's like him as like a clown, like a sad clown. That was supposed to look like the Pogo the Clown uh, painting that John Wayne Gacy did. Is that what it's supposed to yeah, be? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense yeah, now. Because, like, I guess when when Raúl Julia was doing the research to to, to port, how, of how to portray Bison, like he, he didn't exactly like look at the game only. He looked there at wasn't some psychotic of, fuckers. Well, yeah, he looked at like uh, Mussolini and like you know Gacy and like uh, uh, you know Pablo Escobar or any any dictatorial people who had like eccentricities and like kind of incorporated into everything. Because you see, like he's got this. Really great gag of, of the hat rack with all the various. Yeah, he's got hats. he's got a hat he's rack a with the smoking same. jacket. Yeah, because at the beginning he's like taking off his clothes like 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 a James Bond actress would, you know, yeah. like behind like the divider, and yeah. he comes out with this it, the big shoulder pads. Yeah, he like shit. takes off the 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 armor and stuff. It was it's really hammy and really great, and he plays it straight, which is awesome because it's he's like, the best part of this movie. Yeah, totally. He's he's like he's he didn't. It was making it made me think of like Adam West as Batman. Where everything he's saying is ridiculous, but he's playing it as straight as as possible, and it's just hilarious. And um, yeah, I think that's all I had about that scene. There was something I I had forgotten to mention. Oh, th there is a thing I was mentioning to you outside okay. before yeah, yeah, this. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. While Chudley's talking, she picks up a magazine and it says like "Battle oh, yeah. to the Death" or something, and it has like the face of him and the face of Guile, kind of like the video game would when it was like, like, in, a, ju -ju -ju. like in a boxing poster face. Yeah, off. exactly. It looks just <laughs> like it. The um, and then yeah, this is yeah, when the movie starts to like really like cut back and forth between like uh, simultaneous like events that are happening at the same time, because the whole scene with Bison and Chun Li is going on. She starts to whip his ass. Ken, Ryu, Honda, and Balrog are trying to find their way to them, uh, and eventually they do. Yeah. And stop and, uh, and like distracts Chun Li from beating the shit right. out of Bison. Bison goes in like a panic room and hits like the gas chamber yeah. button. Yeah, and then he's got the real villainous moment where he's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. and yeah, they all pass out. And then mm -hmm. yeah, then it cuts straight to Guile and his boat, which his is speedboat. hilarious because there there's a uh, it's it's such a GI Joe moment, Yo, like, Joe, because they were supposed to be they wanted originally to do like an aerial assault. But the local government was like, nah, no. you can't use airspace. So they're like, all right, rewrite it. It'll be a boat assault. That's all right. There's a lot of water there. Yeah. And uh, while he's on route, 
he decides that he wants to watch some home video footage. Yeah, he pulls out like a little CV <laughs> tape, puts it in, and it's just like him hanging out with Blanca. Like, hey, yeah. what do you do? And he's just driving They're like his boat. at a cafe, but he's on a mission to go like it, take it sh- down a dictator. It shows like, like I just I feel like reminiscing right it now. It shows like two seconds of it. Yeah, and it's stupid. At, um, at first, I thought he's gonna put in some music or something. You know, the, all the the real nineties like. R&B that comes on Yeah And then it changes <laughs> I was like What is happening right it, now it, It's it's almost like a, a widow Like playing a video Of like a dead husband In yeah, a film But he's like, on He's in his military boat On the way to fight someone And um, uh, Blanca is still It does Yeah it does a cut to Dalsam Messing with Blanca's programming and Yeah well the, he, the cha- whole time he changes that, He changes the He changes the programming From yeah. like the hatred To more of like Children playing Martin yeah. Luther King speeches Like good shit Fluffy cause, shit Cause he's like Alright he's at 50% Mental like uh-huh. changing And then he He looks over the guard The guard's distracted He's like yeah. What changes it Another another thing I thought Was silly about this too Is like okay He's the scientist How does the guard The big fat guard With the porno magazine Cause he's like Looking at a centerfold know what he's doing because he gets up and he's like looks at screens and shit and he's like and he yeah. starts beating him up like, how the fuck do you know he doesn't even on? yeah he just kind of like what is going on and why you just make that guy do the Blanca stuff if he knows how to run that shit exactly yeah, and the guy was like yeah it's just one of those he kind of reminded me of uh, like Hogan's heroes like the fat Nazi guy oh, oh yeah <laughs> you know like yeah, kind of that yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah. Um, doopa doopa doo. Oh yeah. Um, there's a the gang is captured again. There's a, there's an yeah yeah yeah. And there's an also another overhead shot when it cuts back to, uh, um, Guile. Uh, an overhead shot of the boat, and if you look, you can clearly see through the tint. Mm-hmm. It's like a single operator under the. the oh, glass. I couldn't even you can tell. See like le- uh, sleeves and an arm, which indicates that it's only space enough for like one, one person. person. Oh and wow! Because the cockpit shows the three of them. In like a boat that remember Thunder in Paradise, yeah, at Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made me think of that. It's like a speedboat that they just put a bunch of shit on top. Yeah, of but clearly, the look. boat that they used for the like the establishing shots or whatever the, were a lot the, bigger. Were were no a lot smaller. Well, yeah, the aerial shots, look, yeah, right? yeah, because you could literally it's just one dude in a cockpit, <laughs> like a like a James Bond thing. I'm surprised they didn't use <clears> the remote <throat> control, fucking dude. <laughs> might have. Um, it's also yeah. crazy too. I, I'm sorry, I didn't no, go ahead, yeah, you're good. Um, there, the scene is very reminiscent of like, oh, this this movie also kind of feels like what a GI Joe movie should have felt like. Yes, you know, I completely agree because I did not like the GI Joe movie that no. came out at all. And also because there's, they a, lot make of, two of there's a lot of gunplay going on. Two of what? Did they make two GI Joe movies? Yeah, there were. Oh. Funny story, there were two Street Fighter movies too, and not just the animated one. And this one is actually the better of the two. <laughs> So, and and also like back in the day in the nineties when when Street Fighter Two was was a huge um, thing for the gaming world there was lots of merchandising going on not just movies and, and television and toys of uh, specifically toys the GI Joe um, figurines you could buy in the nineties they were about three or four inches tall yeah 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 they produced that company produced a line of Street Fighter um, oh, I don't remember figures that. modeled with the same molds as oh, they yeah, do the GI Joes no, and it, they did it for Mortal Kombat have you ever too. watched those like the toys that made us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love totally. that stuff. I do too. Um, the gang is captured because you know they got gassed. Um, Guile, wow. yeah. Guile hits like because like oh we're about to pop up on the radar. He hits the stealth mode. Uh huh. Stealth mode, and it's great because you see like you see establishing shots of radar, 
And then he starts shooting the radar, but really he's just shooting like the side of a stream, like the side of a river. Because it's only just a close up of a revolving radar. Like they could have just went to, they could have went to, yeah, they could have went to like the local fucking airport and took that. And it just shows like the, like the mounds on the river exploding. I think they filmed this all in Thailand, Australia, and Vancouver or something. That's a fucking leap. I suppose, yeah. I mean, Australia to Thailand, that's not that bad, but like Vancouver to Australia. If I'm not, I could be mistaken. No, I mean, they could have done some outdoor shots or something. Um, Bison. You can do inserts with anywhere. You can film them anywhere. Bison jams Guile stealth mode. Uh Uh-huh. Bison gets on his Robotnik platform, Uh and he starts (laughs) releasing these mines that are in the river. Yeah. But his controls are a classic arcade joystick with buttons. With the six buttons. And it's got the mat. And it's got the mat. It's the same. It's like the Street Fighter II cabinet. Yeah, for the cabinet. The nice little plug there. And what's, what's funny is all the mines are those, like, comically cartoony, like... They're sea hanging, mines. Hanging yeah. from a, with, the, with the spikes on yeah, them. Yeah, sea mines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like releasing them. They're blowing up everywhere. And he thinks he blows up. Well, he, uh, he does. They just they just got the jump and yeah. bailed out for And he's like, game over. Which I, yeah. I forgot to get that clip. I had it earlier. It's a big one. And it's a big one. Um, Go watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. True, hey, true, 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 true. Leave it. Which, a nice obviously, everybody knows that's, that's the classic game ending title or card that you see in any video game game over uh this yeah. is this is when the doc gets caught helping blanca and the henchman attacks the doc oh yeah and got when guile finds blanca not yet no oh, like oh. The, this is what like the the doctor like is already doing his i kind of glossed over some of this shit yeah, and i was like, like all right the gang sneaking into the base Here yeah we go. <laughs> yeah so the, the doc gets uh, attacked um, yeah by blanca or not by blanca by the blanca henchman. defends him yeah by the henchman and oh, yeah. you know like he's getting trashed around like some of that mutant he dna is getting on the movie. Doctor. Getting bullied, and then and he's yeah. one of the coolest characters in the game. He is Yo got flame, and he's got the long ass arms and shit. And I think you mentioned it earlier too because he gets shit on his arm. Yeah, I like, think, and I think that's like when he's going to mutate. That's why you're like waiting for a second one. And I but. think that's what happened with the production of this movie because there's another report that Stephen D'Souza did this thing called the old John Ford trick. Whenever they had to keep production on schedule, they'd just rip a page out of the script oh, and then just keep filming. Whatever they whatever comes up, yep, because I mean, we got two days. Take two pages because I'm sure there was supposed to be uh, a thing later where Blanca and Dulcim like have Team more up. of a like a Batman Robin type of thing. Or do you think they? Fight? Well, I don't. I don't know if it's quite that monumental, but they would have ended up joining the fray, and you would have seen like at least um, some example of their abilities that that are that are because yeah, you, you know, don't even really get much of Blanca's ability. Very, in this. Yeah, very little. He I just kind of hulks out, basically. Um, yeah. yeah, so Blanca gets released, saves um, Dalsim. Dalsim, um, and Blanca kills the henchman. Yeah, there's like this is a weird scene. There's like three guys like smoking outside, like having a little break. Yeah. They get startled by a couple elephants, and they're yeah. like, Whoa! and then they get attacked by Guile and uh-huh. the gang. Uh-huh. And I think I think Cammy in this, she 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 vocalizes something, which I think is what her character says in the game, where she says thrust kick. That sounds familiar. A rough kick or thrust kick. She just says it, and I was like, "Oh." They really gloss over her character massively. They kind of do, but they they threw that in there specifically because, like, because you never see any other characters like projectile move or or, or them calling out because every character in the game has like a a vocalization they say with everything. And so they they threw that one in there, which is like, okay, I guess that's the government reference. (laughs) The government guy from before that was like, "We're gonna pay the twenty billion." uh, He's on a 
He's on a helicopter and he's on the phone and he's like, uh, no, no, no. Like the, the, Oh, Simon we, Callow. Yeah. He's yeah. like, we, we, we only some of the army left. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. There's people back at the base and then it cook. cuts back and it's just a cook with like seven pots around there's him. Chickens <laughs> hanging out around him and it's just cat. empty. Uh, it, 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 this is, is this now where everybody's back in the main atrium? They got all the other, uh, hero characters lined up on a catwalk and handcuffed. Yeah. They're there. Cause Gu- Guile's sneaking in. Yeah, and they have the like spider thing, which I don't know. I don't know. He's like he, he sees a spider, like, and he's like, "This is the bad day," or I should have done something. He said something about some odd years in ROTC for this shit, yeah, or something. And I'm like, I don't know. Um, Bison, Shut up, Van Damme. Bison checks his account. Like, did they send the twenty billion? Nope, nope. Um, yeah, this is where he opens uh, the the hostage pit. Yeah, and then above the pit is a giant bell. Yeah, which is, I think is a callback to, to the video game. I think it's Bison Stage. Yeah, because the game a bell is a big background. bell in the back. Yeah, um, Guile enters the lab, and I have a little clip of this. So okay. when, when he gets in, like the first place, when he gets into the base or whatever, he's in the lab where Blanca was stored, and I have a little clip here. Me. I'm your friend, William. 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 What have they done to you? Charlie. Me? They've done to me. Help me! Help me! I'll help you. Help me! I'll help you. And then, I'll make them pay. No. You have no right. The world thought very little of you, my dear guests. Too little to pay the pittance I asked for. Too little to even mount a decent rescue attempt. Come out. Your masters at the A.N. call me a wild beast. So be it. You do not deserve the martial dignity of a firing squad. No! You shall be killed by a wild beast! A beast born of my own genius! Raise the incubation chamber! It was Bison's scientist who warped his body. I did what I could to preserve his mind, to keep him human. You call this human? His mind retains the capacity for good. Yes, and for evil as well. Will you kill him because he has difficulty understanding the difference? Janet clear. Incubation chamber rising to command room level. The signal. The real monster's upstairs. He expects to see his creation. Slow in ten minutes. Things can't get worse. Down clear. 
Did you hit a clip button there accidentally? Oh, yeah, I did, sir. Uh, Roshan Seth is the guy who plays Dalson, and he was uh, he was in Temple of Doom. He was the guy that like introduces Indiana Jones to the, uh, the Sultan. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he was like... <laughs> Gonna eat some monkey brains. Yeah. Uh, so the yeah, first, the first, thing, <laughs> first thing Guile does when he when he finds Charlie, figures out it's him somehow. Can see he's gonna him. shoot you in the head. He's like, I'm oh, gotta kill you now because that's the only only quality of life you'll like have. Putting down a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what's he doing? Yeah, and he clearly recognized him. He's like, sorry, friend. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, Guile? Yeah, I wish I could have seen like Blanca do like the elect- electrocution first cannonball. Yeah, like. The- there's a sweet fight uh, going back to the animated. I'm movie. gonna have to watch this animated. Watch one. it on. It's on YouTube, bro. Yeah. There's uh, there's a fight between uh, Blanca and Zangief. That's awesome. Oh, I bet. I, you know, I ten bucks. I've probably seen it before, like a long time ago. Yeah, maybe. Um, boobity boo. Okay. Yeah. So Guile comes up from the like he hides himself into the in little, the chamber, the yeah. chamber, and he comes out and. Uh, the door opens. He leaps out and delivers a giant flying kick. Yeah, to, to Bison. Bison. And, and then kicks off the uh, fucking shootout. Just, big fight. Yeah, not really much to talk about. Just a big no, fight. It, this was when everything was just because I got I got I kind of like jot in a little dash when yeah. I'm making bulleted points for okay, it's cut, it's a cut, it's a cut, it's a cut. There were so many cuts back and forth. I know <clears throat> E Honda and Zangief get into it at one point. Yeah, that's great. I, that, that that's probably one of my favorites. Even though you don't really see their fight at all, you only see like pieces of it. I, I have a clip of it, like in one of them at some point. I'm trying to see. What's next? Okay. The uh, the the battle outside is starting to go off, and there's a there's an explosion, and you see a bison soldier fly, and he gives a goofy holler. No, oh, does he? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was um. What does it say? And Honda and Zangief they start fighting, and they fall on the floor, and they go through a hole. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, why is that? Where's that hole? Is there holes all over this atrium? And I guess everybody's the fracas just starts going off. Everybody's going different ways. DJ bails as yeah. Bison's giving his yeah, stoicism Bison, of a Bison true finds out that speech. like Bison yeah finds out that like Blanca's programming was changed. He gets all pissed off. Yeah, the the A and storming the base. Yeah, and Bison says like uh, uh, we shall face defeat together, DJ. And then DJ just leaves quietly He's like behind him, backing like, mm. away. He's like going to get his money. Uh, um, yeah, Ken wants to leave, but Ryu stays. Right. Ken's like, let's get the fuck out of here. Because well, Ryu was always like the 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 honorable one. Ken Ken was always kind of on shaky ground, I guess, in the in, as far as the games go. <clears throat> so and, they they kind of peel off. And then Guile comes down, and he's got like like a bunch of men storm him, and he like pulls yeah. out a knife, and the guys start backing up because yeah. there's a big fucking army of right. AN people. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> I have the little clip of Guile and Bison. Is talking. this when they their their big face off starts? Yeah, it's right when it's about to start. Okay, cool. Here we go. He's probably hiding. Hiding? What do I have to fear from you, worker ants, scurrying about with their pitiful weapons, afraid of the purity of unarmed combat? Come out from behind the curtain, wizard. Let's see how pure your combat really is. <laughs> Come on. So no, that's exactly what he wants. No, T-Hub. That's what we both want. Am I right? Bison, are you man enough to fight with me? Anyone who opposes me will be destroyed. Come on, you can't. Oh, yes, I can. Just take the hostages out. 
If I'm not topside in 15 minutes, evacuate without me. Both of you. That's an order. Troopers, out! Throw the enemy into the sea! Leave us! You have made me a happy man. Next, I'll make you a dead one. Yogata. <laughs> I had to keep letting that go for the end, the yeah. little Godzilla thing. So there were like happens. two two references within that. Obviously, uh, uh, Van Damme doing his "Take the hostages out," like this. It's like a he, Tommy Wiseau film. Yeah, and he does the fucking the first hit, and he flexes, and he's, he's got, got the, the tattoo, the guile, the yeah. old glory on on his arm, and it's like like most tattoos, there's no white because putting white into tattoos didn't really like show up that well. So like all the white bars are just skin colored. Oh, even the even the the, the, the tattoo at the beginning, the the Asian dude that they hit that yeah. like tries to break in, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. that tattoo. Like I I had paused it right on that because I used yeah. the bathroom. I came back. I was like, that looks like it's drawn on with a sharpie. Oh, it could have. Yeah, yeah, it probably was. And um, I like when uh, this is a callback to the game. Like what what Guile says to Bison. I can't remember what the exact words were, but I think those are phrases that are used in the game because when Bison wins. In a, in a in a game, it shows like a a screen where it has a phrase from him, and he says, "Anyone who opposes me will be destroyed." That's lifted right yeah. from the game. Um, it was always so hard to beat. Yeah, and then the Japanese soldiers happen to be the ones to stumble upon the security footage feed of E Honda, of and, Honda Zangief and Zangief destroying the model of the Godzilla uh, yeah. City with the Godzilla noises, and he also made a Wizard of Oz reference, like right before all that too. <laughs> Uh, Guile and Bison, Bison, like Bices. epic fucking fight. Um, Guile kicks Bison into like a basically like a computer monitor, you know, like a yeah, electronics it's a, it's a panel. Or he gets something. electrocuted. You th- Bison's dead. Oh, he's gonna die. You think. Um, and then Bison's suit starts administrating CPR. <laughs> yeah, him. he's got built-in uh, resuscitation. Yeah, and uh, Bison gets up. He starts shocking Guile. Um, and it's very it, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, kind of like uh, the hate will consume you. When they were when they were fighting in that floating desk, uh, there was a, a quick shot of Guile ramming um, Bison's head into the bell. And if you watch yeah. closely, that footage is cranked up faster because like the two hits are fast, and then and then the next movement is just like Slower. comically well, maybe no no comically like. Fast, like sped up. Oh wow! It was been it was cranked to make the ding ding like a little more rhythmic. Jesus! And that would be fish dropping the microphone. I dropped the mic. It doesn't seem to be damaged. I think. Are uh, you okay? I think it's all right. It was a sonic <laughs> boom. Sonic boom. <laughs> so uh, Bison resuscit- is resuscitated. Yeah, it starts shocking him. Yeah. Um, DJ ends up going to like Bison's 
room. Yeah. And he opens a safe, steals like this big ass thing of money. Yeah. Uh, Ken comes in shortly after him because he wants the money too. Right. Realizes the money's not there. So he steals like a he steals gold a, statue. He steals a gold statue. He's like, oh, yeah, I need, I need to make it, this worth my it while. It kind of looks like the gold statues from. Uh, uh, the game from uh, isn't there Sagat's uh, does he have gold statues or is it yeah because he's in Thailand Dalsim? well Dalsim has elephants and, elephants okay. and, and I think some statues as well but I don't know if it's this statue that he holds because later he kicks it into Sagat's lap yeah but in the in the scene where he, he and Sagat meet each other at the beginning there is a statue in Sagat's office that looks just like the just one like the that's one lounging in, oh, in his stage in the game nice yeah uh, Let's see here. Ryu. Uh, yeah, Ryu. Uh, Ken sees Ryu on television. Go yeah. ahead. You can take it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we both have the same you, you notes. Just, I know, much. I know, I know. I just, I, 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 uh, I, I kind of intentionally sometimes like, or unintentionally make like a little pause after I say a word. I know. And, and then it's I jump quiet. In. And yeah, and I'm just <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I had it. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, Ryu. See, I lost my shit. I'm sorry. I'm good. We're good at this. <laughs> yeah. we're, it's, we're fine. So <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's like walking through the corridor. Ken sees him on a security cam and he's like, I got to go save him now. So and, and Ryu walks into um, what is it like the uh, locker room for a lot of bison soldiers and he's sneak attacked by Sagat and Vega. Vega. Yeah. Yeah. And like at one point, Ryu pushes Vega's head against like a fire furnace thing. Oh, it's and, an incinerator. Yeah. yeah. And and you even see, I think this is where they attempted to try to incorporate like some of the fighting moves from the game because there's a, he does this like palm. Yeah. Yeah. Vega does the roll thing with the claw and um, Ryu's character like does this like open palm thrust punch thing and the camera, the screen just does like a flash. And I think that was supposed to be their version of the Hadouken. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Cause it kind of does it to his chest. Yeah, And then it's just like a white flash on screen. And it knocks him over. Ken shows up, helps him out. He fights Sagat, which is kind of funny because I figured, like, Ryu should have been fighting Sagat um, if, it, if it was going to follow the, the, the game a little closer versus the other way around. And uh, But anyway. I, I think they did because of the movie because Ryu. Because of the way they wrote it. Yeah, because yeah, Ryu was supposed to fight Vega in the cage. And yeah. Ken was more pissy with, yeah. with Sagat with the money. and Yeah, because there's even a callback to uh, after he drops the statue and beats up Sagat. Uh, he does the Shoryuken, but it's real pathetic. It's just like a standing uppercut punch. Yeah, and it's turn. not. He's not like a full thrust. No, up in the air. <laughs> and, and even Ryu does like the weird hurricane kick, uh, uh, and that you know wins. That's really the only like three battles in the whole game are these two fights: Guile and Bison, and Zangief and Honda. Yeah, that's about. That's it. really the only real matchups we get. I mean, we see Balrog like finds boxing gloves. Somewhere, yeah, and because that's part of his costume for the in game, yeah, thing. He did, they weren't very big, they were just like they're probably the ones from the training room, yeah, the same as like, it was like it wasn't like, like in the video game, he's got some big ass boxing, yeah, and, he, and he's and he, you know, he's he's a lot bigger, and, and he's doing like the, the front, I mean, he's doing a good job on it, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bison and Guile are still fighting, um, this is where we figure out that Bison can levitate, mm -hmm. um, which is yeah. pretty cool. He says, it's a superconductor magnetism that levitates the trains in Tokyo. It levitates something else. Yeah, it levitates my pad. Yeah, and my desk, what, my saddle for the world. And then he starts flying towards Guile, and Guile kicks Bison into all the televisions, and there's yeah. a massive fucking explosion. Everything explodes. Like, things that aren't even 
there. It's like just a chain boom, reaction. Yeah, just, just everything explodes and it's big it's, ass titties. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I got ting and tang back here knitting a sweater. I'm trying to put Tiger Bomb in his jungle's nuts. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. Yo, me too. Holy uh, shit! Uh, he he does that signature kick that he does in like every every movie. Uh, Van Damme, yeah, big spin kick. <laughs> That's what kills Bison. Uh, well, kills to show his buns of steel. Um, uh, the a, the AN is releasing the hostages. Uh-huh. Um, I have a little clip here. That's oh, the, kind of before you yeah, do the ahead. if you in that scene with um, Ryu and Vega, there's a mural on the wall. That looks like waves, Japanese. Oh, waves. It, like in E Honda's. Yeah, it's it's called the the Great Wave. Right? Is that what that's called? Yeah, that 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 Japanese painting that's like the like a finger waves. Or yeah, it's like it's called the Great Wave, the oh. big wave, or something I, like that. I, I assumed it was a callback to Honda. Stage. Oh no, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but here's a little clip of uh, Honda and Zangief kind of okay. going to town. It's a little fun. Sorry, man. Can't play no more. Dollar! Come back! DJ! Superconductor failed meltdown. Evacuate. Evacuate. All personnel proceed to main entrance level immediately. DJ! Why are you out of uniform? The enemies of peace and freedom are at our walls! Are you totally demanding, man? Our boss is the enemy of freedom and peace. These people have come from all over the world to stop him. If you're smart, you'll save your own ass. General Bison, he's a bad guy. If you know this, then why do you serve him? Because he paid me a freaking fortune, you moron. You got paid? (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. You got... Paid? So the, everything's blowing up. They're getting everybody out. Yeah. Um, as they're trying to get the hostages out, like Ryu and Ken are trying to get them out. The like one of the doors starts shutting, and Zangief picks yeah. it up and strong arms it open. And this, and magically, he's redeemed, and nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody else, cares. Nobody no wants one gives to kill a him. shit. Yeah, okay. it, it, it's also kind of funny too because they make it outside, and um, Zangief, Zangief does does the thing to Guile with the thumb. 